live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. What's going on, everybody? How are you doing? I know we've got some, like, serious snowfall going on around the country. Major global warming coming down in the uh, form of frozen water. But anyway, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a pleasure and an honor and a blessing to be here with you guys. I really do enjoy this job. I enjoy being able to, uh, you know, be entrusted with the news that I bring to you guys, be entrusted with uh, the research that I do for you guys, and... And, you know, you guys, literally, a lot of you get your only news right here on LFA TV, whether it be through Live from America or Mike Crispy's Unafraid or Sean Farish is Ungoverned. You guys get your news here. So we really do. I mean, it's an honor to be able to be um, entrusted with that kind of uh, a responsibility. So thank you all very, very much. And I will say a big shout out to everybody watching on uh, Rumble and on, I mean, on Roku and Firestick. Uh, we hope to have the the volume issues fixed. Uh, it's five o'clock already, so we didn't have a lot of time today. And as you can tell, it's uh, th- this company's getting bigger and bigger. And as it gets bigger, uh, the responsibilities get bigger because we don't have the income and the outgoing because so many people are volunteering so much uh, free time uh, outside of uh, of us uh, us who get paid. So you know we do what we can do, and it's really nice to have uh, producer Eli back in here. Uh, big shout out to Big Boy. Big shout out to L Dooley and Tommy Lank. How are you? Uh, Dautet is in the building. We've got Rosebud and Snell. How are you? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. We've got uh, Meemaw Becky is in the building. Uh, Meemaw Becky, I think I actually called you today and you did not answer my phone call, but that's okay. I'll try again. Today was one of those days where I said, you know what? I got to buckle down, answer some emails, answer some phone calls. We talked to two of our Slurp Fund recipients uh, that I released some money to today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And it, it was so nice. Uh, to hear on the other end of the uh, the line, uh, Teresa Wiggins, we were able to help her out with $1,000, her and her daughter, from the Slurp Fund. And we were also able to help out Alan and Carol Morris with $1,500. So anything that comes in the way of the Slurp Fund tonight, any donations on Rumble Rumble Rant will go to uh, replenish the Slurp Fund that we sent out. So uh, thank you guys all very, very much. For that, we also hit 47,000 followers on our Rumble channel today. All of those organic. None of those just flybys. I want to say thank each and every one of you. If you've not been able to follow the, the Rumble channel yet, uh, please consider just starting a profile. 
Start a profile, put your picture in there, join us in the chat. It's always fun, and that way you can rumble the video, and we can get to 3,000 rumbles now rather than 2,000. Amen? Um, folks, Hunter Biden, uh, you know, we, the, the clock is ticking on Hunter Biden. You know that. I know that. And the clock can tick for about two years. And in that two years, it is our responsibility to make the world know, not just the echo chamber of people who understand how guilty Hunter Biden is, but it is our job to make the rest of the world, the independents, the Democrats, the people that refuse to look, the people that just closed their eyes, covered their ears, and refused to look. And I told you that that trouble was going to come down the pipeline sooner or later. Well, the first thing that the GOP uh, House committees did was they requested documents from Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's lawyer said you're not getting them. The deadline for that has come and gone, and now it is time for subpoenas. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to play this video for you. Uh, this is actually a pretty good video uh, from Marita, Marita Bar- Maria Bartiromo's show. Uh, but it's not Maria that I want you to pay attention to. It's her guest. Listen to what he says. Stonewalling has begun. Hunter Biden missed the midnight deadline to provide records about his overseas business dealings and influence peddling to the House Oversight Committee. This now setting the stage for a potential subpoena from Republicans. Chairman James Comer also wants similar documents from President Biden's brother, James, and Hunter Biden's business partner, Eric Schwerin. Comer says the documents will shed light on the Biden family's influence peddling. I'm here with Mike Baker, Mark Tepper, and John Levine. And John, you've written a lot about the Biden laptop. You have it, right? I have it. I keep it in a Ziploc bag (laughs) in my apartment. That's wild. That's great. Tell us about this stonewalling that's going on. He's probably going to get a subpoena. Is he going to blow that off, too? The next step is a subpoena. Well, that's going to be much tougher to blow off. You know, you can ask Steve Bannon what happens when you blow off a House subpoena. And that's why we absolutely love the fact that they set the precedent with arresting Steve Bannon. They did that. And Steve called that. He said, you know what? I would rather go and I would rather force you to arrest me because Steve Bannon was smart enough to know that sooner or later, sooner or later, this was going to come down the pipeline and we had to have a precedent. So what did Steve Bannon do? He allowed himself to be that scapegoat. He allowed himself to be that sacrificial lamb, if you'll just use, if we want to use that term. And uh, somebody said no sound on Rumble. There is. You might have to just click the screen and, and the little volume button on there, okay? Might be a little volume button on the screen, all right? So the fact of the matter is, folks, Steve Bannon uh, forced them to set that precedent. And now that, that precedent is set. So now he has to comply. Thank you, Miranda Dolan. God bless you for that uh, donation. He has to comply with the subpoenas or else he'll be arrested. Or else he'll be arrested, just like Steve Bannon. Just like Steve Bannon. So the good thing about it is, folks, is sometimes sometimes people in our own little uh, army here have to take the hits for the future. And we called that. Everybody called that. Not just me, everybody. Everybody that's in the know, all of you guys, we all called that. We said, okay, that's all right. Go ahead, arrest Steve Bannon on that little misdemeanor charge. But what goes around is going to come around. And now it's coming around. And now, folks, that's the deal. That's the precedent. So uh, I'm glad, I'm very happy that Hunter Biden did not decide to to hand these documents over. I am so very happy because now he'll be forced to. And now not only does it show that he's got something to hide that we all know, but it also goes to tell you or goes to show you that now we can arrest him if he doesn't comply with the subpoenas. 
I guess they say what goes around comes around. And that's truly the case right here. Uh, big shout out to everybody watching. I see you guys. Thank you so much. By the way, do we have sound on the videos that I play on Roku and Fire Stick now? That's the question. So not me talking, but the videos that I'm playing, do we now have sound coming through on those videos on um, Roku and Fire Stick and on the app? If you guys could let us know, that would be great. Uh, Eli, if you can keep an eye on that to see what people say, I'm going to go ahead and give some thank yous here uh, to some great people who donate monthly. If it wasn't for these monthly donors, I mean, they're more important than the sponsors by far. This is like Project Veritas was with James O'Keefe in charge. It is viewer funded. Without you, we don't exist. So how important is James O'Keefe? How important is LFA TV? Well, it's important as you guys want it to be. It's as important as you guys want it to be. So uh, Beverly, Beverly Rolfels, thank you very much. Mary Vermoat, thank you very much. Suzanne Losey, God bless you. Angela Grootz-A-Maker, thank you very much. Thank you for the $20 donation uh, there on the Rumble Rants as well. We've got uh, John and Sandy Moore, Dina Kitchen, thank you so very much. Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline Graves, thank you. Lisa, uh, Liz Bowman, excuse me. Jamie Schultheis, Julie Schneider, Nanetta Dougherty, Jeff Richardson, who I believe just texted me a little bit ago as well, Michael Weed, Kimberly May, Kim Glynn, Calvin Fuller donated a one-time $50. Thank you, sir. Uh, Patty Molina and Jean Bagnell-Thomas, thank you for your donations that keep this show and ultimately this network uh, moving forward. So how, Eli, what do we got? What's the word on that? Oh, you didn't listen? Oh, fired. Uh, no, I, we wanted to know if there was sound on Roku and Fire Stick now. So we just wanted to keep an eye on that while we move forward. Folks, if you could do me the ever so kind favor as we get into the Lord, and that is Facebook, Telegram, and Twitter right now. If you have any of Facebook, telegram or twitter whether you're on the app right now or whether you're watching on the browser maybe you're watching the browser on your phone share this to facebook telegram and twitter and then halfway through the show we'll go and we'll do the other ones okay facebook telegram and twitter and vitamus says i'm a monthly donor we love you vitamus god bless you all right let's get to the lord now jesus calling folks got a great show tonight as always february 23rd year of our lord 2023 Contentment training, whoo this is going to be a good one. Contentment training is learned through enduring a wide range of difficulties. How many of you can say that you have um, dealt with a wide range of difficulties? If you have, not in, the, not in the live chat, but below, let me know who you are if you've dealt with a wide range of difficulties. If not, that's okay too. On some days, you are able to cope well with your hardships. On other days, you just want out. No matter what, you just want out. I am here to help you with your other days. Those days where you just want out, that is when you really rely on God. Philippians 4.12. We're good there, Eli? Sound on everything? Woo! Do we fix it? Oh, my lanta. Philippians 4.12, right before Philippians 4.13, right? My favorite verse. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And then it goes on to say, 
For with Christ, all things are possible. And then Psalm 92, 1 and 2, another uh, one of my favorite verses. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name. O most high, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. And before you turn out the light, from morning to night, in any and every situation, lift up my name. I am your peace. Now, I know on uh, Rise Up, a lot of you, a lot of you have uh, taken my advice. And when you get up in the morning, you smile. As soon as your feet hit the ground, you smile, you look up, whether your eyes are closed or open, and you thank God. So many people started taking that advice. You would, you might be shocked. But I would say 90% of the people that started smiling as soon as they hit the, let their feet hit the ground in the morning said that their day changed immediately and every day after that. So I have a new challenge for all of you. In addition to waking up and putting a big smile on your face, after all, it takes a little bit, uh, it takes a lot more muscles to make a frown than a smile. So take the easy way out on this one. When you wake up in the morning, smile, look up before you even stand up out of bed and say, thank you, Lord, so much. Now here's your other challenge. When you go to bed at night, the last thing that you do before you go to bed at night, turn off the TVs, give yourself some quiet time, and talk to God. Just try it. I know you guys may say, oh, I've done that before. No, I'm saying do it every night and watch your life change. I'm telling you. All you got to do is ask the people in the chat. They'll tell you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. People say you can't always be that happy. You must be faking it sometimes. Nope, I'm always that happy. Yes, I have bad days, but my bad days aren't really bad days anymore. They're rough moments. And then I say, what can I learn in this moment? And then I'm actually happy for the rough moments because I'm happy with what I've learned. It's really, I don't know, it's just a great way of life. Hey, before we get to the first and foremost section, folks, let's, let's look and see how Twitter's doing. I mean, uh, how Project Veritas is doing on Twitter. How about that? Let's, uh, let's pop that on the screen. Well, look at that. 1.67 million. 1.67 million, Eli. That has gone down so much. Well, okay, let's look at James O'Keefe. Wow, James O'Keefe is at 1.3 million. So now James O'Keefe has definitely outgrown Project Veritas. I think it's time for the board members to resign. How about all of you? I think it's time for the board members to resign. Praise the Lord. Gotta love it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, now we'll go to the first and foremost section of the day. Uh, let's have our first slip, sir, slurp, slip. First sip, first, slurp, first slurp of the day. Here we go. And again, folks, join us every morning for Rise Up with your Rise Up coffee. You will not be disappointed. Here we go. This morning on Live from America at 11 a.m., there was a very... Emotional and strong portion of the show where Donald Trump was in the McDonald's, which you've all seen, right? If you're watching this morning, you've seen it. And even if you weren't watching this morning, I'm sure you've seen it. 
Somebody says we're frozen. Are we frozen? Are we really frozen? Are you kidding me right now? I'm going to, I'm about to snap. I'm about to snap. We're going to wait. I'm going to text them. Here we go again. I'm not dealing with this. (laughs) All right. So everybody said refresh, refresh. Does that work? Are we good? You're back, freezing up a little bit on the LFA TV. Not freezing on the LFA TV app. It is Rumble. Okay. Well, I just messaged them. Uh, what, what they're doing, folks, is every time this happens, they're moving us immediately to another server. So whether it's that server is being attacked or whether there's an overload of a server, if I text them and let them know, what they'll do is immediately move me to another uh, a server. So, so, so thank you guys for letting me know. Now, this morning on 11 o'clock show, I did say to you during that time where Donald Trump was at the McDonald's that the most, um, one of the most important things that Donald Trump said was that he remembered what the mayor said about owning eight McDonald's, right? Well, that showed that Donald Trump was so in tune and so uh, sincere and so real and so true about his emotions, right? And earlier that day, when he looked at the camera and, and, and Savannah Hernandez, a good friend of the show, and Savannah Hernandez said, uh, what would you like to tell Biden if you could tell Biden anything? And he said, get over here. It was the most matter-of-fact thing that I'd ever heard Trump actually say. Just literally looked at the camera. What would you tell Biden if you could talk to him right now? What, would you, what message would you send to him? And he said, get over here. And that was it. No smiles, no laughs, no gimmicks, no nothing. And what did I say after that segment? I said, just because Donald Trump said, get over here, Biden will not go now. Now, some would say that they expect Trump to that to be like a, a political ploy, some way of saying, oh, I'm going to play uh, reverse psychology on him. I'm going to tell him to come here. So, you know, and, and he won't come here. That's not what was happening. Donald Trump was serious. I listened to the stories of the people here. I see, I've heard the stories of the animals dying. I've heard the stories of the sicknesses. I've heard the stories of the rashes. I've heard the stories of the headaches. I've heard the stories of people getting lightheaded. I've literally been here. I've been talking to these people. And when I said get here, it meant get here. And I told you, that there's no way that they were going to let Biden go to Ohio now. Because if Biden were to now go to Ohio, the right would have sound bites for days and they would have an, uh, um, all over the internet. Trump ordered B- Biden to go to Ohio and only after that did Biden go. Trump's the real president. I knew that was going to be the case. And folks, here we go. It didn't even take a full day. The White House has just announced today, Jean Pierre announced today from the White House press secretary room, that Joe Biden has no plans to visit East Palestine, Ohio. The White House confirms. Talk about shameful. Talk about embarrassing. Look, we can talk about the politics of it all you want. You can talk about the politics of it all you want. The left-wing media and the people on the left just got done eviscerating the mayor of East Palestine because of what he said on Jesse Waters' show the night before when he said, we don't even want Biden here. Keep him away. The left said, how could you say that? How could you say that, that you don't even want him there? You better apologize. They literally forced him to say, I stand by my statements, but he's welcome to come to Ohio, right? 
They 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 literally just came down on that man like a like a lightning bolt, like a like a like a hail of gunfire. But now Biden says he's not going. Why isn't the left wing media roasting Biden? Get your butt there. Stop playing politics. We just told the mayor not to play politics, and now you're playing politics. And if you're not playing politics, then it's even worse. That it's even worse. You have no plans on going. How terrible is that? Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House, says, I don't have anything to share on a presidential visit. Not at this time or anything to announce. But it does matter that he, the president, put forth a multi-agency kind of reaction to this, taking it very seriously. Taking it very seriously. Taking it very seriously. How seriously do you think he's taking it, guys? How serious do you think Joe Biden is taking this? I'd like to know from the people. Because there's a lot of people right here from Ohio. How serious is the loser in chief taking it? Where's the soundbite? I'm a loser. There it is. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Pete Boot Butt Butt said he didn't want to play politics either, but exactly what they're doing, isn't it? It's exactly what they're doing, isn't it? You got that right, R.D. Joe is sleeping. I bet he'd eat it. (laughs) F.J.B., you're right, Jeremy. It's past time media starts telling the truth. He doesn't care. Big shout out to Chris Rose. How you doing, Chris Rose? Patriot Donnie. Pedo Joe won't even go see his masterpiece at the border. That's right. That's right. He could care less, says Angel. Holy cow, there's so much going on. I know. I know. How could you not go? He does not care about America. J.K. Alba says, I wouldn't want him there. And that's, and that's, I don't think anybody does want him there. But to not go there speaks volumes about that man. To not go there speaks volumes about that man. Later on in the show, I'm going to show you a statement that was made by Mean Jean, Corrine Pierre, that will tell you why Biden doesn't care. I was going to play that clip for you right now, but I'm going to save it for later because I've got about four other morons that I want to play in conjunction or in a row with Mean Jean, Corrine Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House. Jay Wall says Ohio doesn't want him there. No, I get that, and, I, and, and that's great. But the fact that he is saying, announcing, I'm not going when he just came back from, uh, from Ukraine, this is going to be the achieving moment, uh, Donald Trump's, uh, one of his greatest moments of his campaign. Again, he didn't go there for that. I'll see you at CPAC, Chris Rose. You got it, brother. Now, he didn't go there for the campaign, but this will be one of the greatest moments of his campaign. I could promise you. I could promise you. Now, Pete Buttigieg is there today. He got there at 7 a.m., tried to duck in and duck out as quick as he could, tried to get away from reporters as fast as possible, any reporters that are unfriendly anyway. And I want to show you a series of videos here, and I want to show you, I want to show you the stark difference between a man who is loved by the people, a man who is loved by the people, and, a man, and, and, and an administration who is hated by the people because the people know that he is there illegitimately. 
Pete Buttigieg has been lying since he's touched down, ladies and gentlemen. Pete Buttigieg has been lying since he's touched down. Now, there's a video out there. I didn't grab this one because it was so short and so it wasn't a very good video. But there's a video that I saw of the same, um, of this same uh, press conference, I guess you can call it, that I'm about ready to show you. And, and Pete Buttigieg literally just trails off and he goes, uh, I lost my train of thought. First of all, pardon the pun much, you lost your train of thought while you're in Ohio. Boy, nothing says I don't care about you. I could not care any less than to say, oh, I lost my train of, uh, of thought. Wow. Absolutely wow. Folks, please share the video. Share the video now. We did it to Facebook earlier. We, let's go to Getter and Gab. Getter and Gab. If you've got Getter and Gab, let's go share it now. I'm glad everybody's got sound now because you're going to want to. Now, this is the same um, press conference that I'm going to show you. Now, in this video, it's, you're not going to hear him say, oh, I lost my train of thought. But you are going to see and feel how uninterested he really is. If you were in this crowd, if you were there today, if you were an Ohio, uh, an East Palestine, Ohio resident, let me tell you, would this make you feel better after hearing this 51 seconds of ridiculousness? Wrapping their arms around the people of East Palestine, not as a political football, not as an ideological uh, flashpoint, not as a gotcha moment, but as thousands of human beings whose lives got upended through no end, through no fault of their own. Uh, and I think that includes visits, not just big official visits from the government, but just people who've seen the news and whose hearts go out to the community here and can come here, come here on a day like this when the sun is shining or on a rainy day and shop in those shops and visit those businesses. Um, it is safe to visit here, as all of us can attest even while we're still making sure that it stays safe to live here. Oh, yeah, you're doing a great job. Uh, and people deserve that. The country should be wrapping their arms around the people of East Palestine. The country should be wrapping their arms around the people of East Palestine. Well, we've raised about $4,500 that we're going to send there. Benny Johnson took $20,000 there. Ben has been there. Savannah Hernandez has been there. Donald Trump went there. Donald Trump not only brought supplies, but he brought aid. He brought caring and compassion. The country is wrapping its arms around East Palestine, Ohio. And by the way, furthermore, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, if, the country, if more of the country knew about what was going on in East Palestine, Ohio, then more of the country would be wrapping its arms around East Palestine, Ohio. But unfortunately for the we, the people of this country... The mainstream media has spent very little time on this topic where it has dominated LFA TV now for two weeks. It has absolutely dominated LFA TV for two weeks. Have we not talked more about this and the, and the, uh, and the balloons in the sky that we're not talking about anymore and monkeypox that we're not talking about anymore and all that other stuff? Nobody in the mainstream media, has made this their priority. And maybe if they had Mayor Pete Booty Plug, then maybe, just maybe, the country could be wrapping its arms around them just a little more. But I digress. Savannah Hernandez, I talked to her today, 
We were hoping to get her on today. She's not going to be able to come on uh, the show until probably tomorrow because she's on location there and she's got spotty service. But Savannah Hernandez was there. She got in his face. She got up in his grill. She tried to ask him the hard questions. He ran away like a scumbag. Did you see Donald Trump running away from questions? No, because he's beloved. Did you see Donald Trump pulling out his phone and saying, let me take pictures of you now? No, no, he doesn't need to. Let's go to this video. Check this out. What a loser this guy is, man. Straight, just un, uncompassionate loser. Mayor Pete, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for, for the, the, the slow response? To the government's slow response, do you have any apology? I'm press person, I can help you. Sure, 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 sure. So, can, can, can we ask why I don't it be took on camera. him almost three weeks to get here? I, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? And can camera? we also ask, too, why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance? This is a very important question that people you, across America I'm would like to I'm know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, well, please put your cameras yeah. away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we She's are allowed as press. I, doesn't matter. I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're not I'm on my happy. camera. Well, I'm on a com- camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy to talk to you guys. Well, if you're the press secretary of the secretary exactly. of the Department of Transportation, exactly. don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public that Absolutely. you serve? Absolutely. I would like to do it without the camera on. Please. Can I ask why? why? I think that is a little bit aggressive. That's why. Why is it aggressive? I'm, on I'm behalf happy. of the American people, I'm just asking why he has not been here until Donald Trump She's came. She's asked him three, several times for them to turn the cameras off, and they will not do it. Okay, well they, she's been able to walk away. Would you like to go inside? I do not. I will walk this way. Uh, Mary <laughs> Pete, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks? Wow. I'd like to have the camera up. You're the press secretary. Eli, she's the press secretary. She doesn't want to be camera on the camera. Isn't that amazing? Hi, I'm the garbage guy. I'm not going to take away your garbage. Hi, I'm here. I'm, I, I'm the plumber, but I'm not going I'm, I'm, I'm to fix your plumbing. Not going to do that. Nope. Hi, I'm Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to see you later. Bye. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then turn the cameras off. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm press and we're on public, uh, public in a public area. She's asked three times to have them turn the camera off. Thank God the cop said, well, and she has the ability to walk away. Would you like to go inside, my little triggered loser? Huh? Would you like to grab your little triggered stuff, your little snowflake stuff, grab your panties that are in a wad, and, and waddle your butt into the, into the safe space of this building? No, that's okay. That speaks volumes about what's going on here, folks. The tale of two presidents, right? Or the tale of a president and a resident. A tale of the commander-in-chief and a tale of the sniffer-in-thief. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeing unfold is God's way of showing the country uh, time to bring Mr. Trump back. And we're going to and God is going to say, I'm going to take all you hard headed people who have been not paying attention. Pay attention to this. Now, of course, CNN is everywhere going, oh, Mayor Pete is on the job. He's just doing a great job. He's doing such a great job. Let's bring up the chat. Let's see what the LFA family has to say about that. Her butt needs to be whipped. These people make my blood boil. Jeremy, you sound like Fetterneck. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> eagles are better than eagles. 
Wow, they can deny just talking to the press. Are you kidding me with this? Is there? It's their job. It's it's in the job. It's press secretary. <laughs> Eli says we have one thousand forty likes. That's not enough for him. We have thirty six hundred people. We should at least have two thousand likes. Can anybody reach down and click that thumbs up? Thank you. What a waste of pack taxpayer dollars. Says Linda. He sucks. That's what he does best. Says Denise. <laughs> You guys, this is a family-friendly show. Cut that out. Cut that. Eli says you got to be good at something. Ladies and gentlemen, is America under attack? I believe it is. I believe America probably is under attack. You know what else? Who else thinks America is under attack? America under attack thinks America is under attack. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor right now. Pull out your phones. Maybe you're on your phone. Go to americaunderattack.com right now. AmericaUnderAttack.com right now. America is destroying itself. Many can now recognize what is happening, but only this book will tell you why. It's free. I just got it. Got home last night and it was there. I already had a copy of it, but I didn't even know it until last night. Now I have two copies of it. What has happened to the United States of America? In this expanded book, author Gerald Flurry reveals the source of the treason that has fundamentally transformed the United States of America. In just a few short years, the wealthiest, most powerful, most influential single nation in human history has become dangerously radicalized, divided, and weak. It has rapidly fallen into political dysfunction, social division, economic woe, judicial and legislative compromise, and catastrophic moral failure. AmericaUnderAttack.com. Go there now, ladies and gentlemen. Get your free book. Because I believe America is truly under attack. Do you believe so? I do. Now, we've got an update, ladies and gentlemen, coming from the Show Me State. I wish I could have spent more time on this story earlier today. But at least we can get to it now better late than not at all. But we do have an update on the Missouri Attorney General filing the paperwork now to fire and remove Soros-funded circus circuit attorney. I like to call it circus attorney. Circus attorney Kim Gardner from office. He gave her till noon today to pack up her things and get out. Resign. And she, re, uh, she denied uh, the opportunity to resign. So now she'll be fired in disgrace. Kim Gardner may be the most radical Soros-funded circus attorney in the nation today. Recently, Kim Gardner refused to put the man charged with hitting high school student and volleyball player um, Janae Edmondson back in jail, even though he violated his conditions of his bond more than 50 times. This repeat offender went on to hit a Tennessee teenage volleyball player walking in St. Louis City last week, and the young girl lost her legs after she was pinned to another vehicle. The, ne- the driver never should have been on the street to begin with, and Missourians are furious. Missouri Senate leader Caleb Roden called on Kim Gardner to resign. We are giving Kim Gardner until noon tomorrow to resign. That was today. Instead of protecting victim, victims, circus attorney, Gardner is creating them. My office will do everything in its power to restore order and eliminate the chaos in St. Louis caused by Kim Gardner's neglect to her office. So attorney Andrew Bailey 
said at 12.01, he gave her one minute, Eli. He gave her one minute. If you're one minute late, you're fired. Well, she was one minute late, and she still has not resigned. So at 12.01, he filed a writ of quo warranto against Kim Gardner, accusing her of neglecting her duties as circus attorney. Gardner had been given a noon ultimatum to resign, but declined to do so. The circus attorney is facing a wave of calls to leave office in the aftermath of the tragedy involving the Tennessee teenager who lost both of her legs in the car, crashed uh, when the car crashed into her with this guy with dozens of violations uh, to his bond. And uh, Kim Gardner planned a press conference today at 2.30. Expect uh, to, uh, her to play victim. That is her typical maneuver. I did not see that press conference, but it doesn't matter because she's going to be on her way out. And just like the attorney that was fired by Ron DeSantis in Florida, this girl will be given her walking papers as well. Christina Mosier just said, just ordered the book and sent the links to others. Good job, girl. Good job. That's, I think that's cause for a little bit of celebration. Getting rid of the scum. Can we do that to Biden? Can we do that to Buttigieg? Can we do that to Mayorkas? Can we do that to um, Merrick Gardenome Garland? I think we can. Folks, because as I uh, told you earlier, those three, Buttigieg, Mayorkas, and Garland, are the top three targets for the GOP to get rid of. So we'll see what happens. Any update on the Brunson versus Alma case? Yes, there is update. They rejected it again. They rejected it again. So Brunson versus Alma is out of the Supreme Court, folks. But that's okay. Moving on. Special counsel. Jack Smith, who was appointed by Merrick Gardenome Garland to put the screws to Trump, is now putting the screws to Mr. Mike Pence. This is how they work. Can we give up the left for Lent? I'd love that. Actually, I gave up telling any derogatory, sexually uh, impl- implicated, or um, inappropriate jokes because I tell too many imp- inappropriate jokes. You know, like, that's what she said and stuff like that. So I've given up that. The last two years, I've given up eating after 8 o'clock at night. Now I've given up telling any inappropriate jokes. That's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough one. But i got to become a better Christian, so that's what I'm giving up. And I'm not even Catholic. How about that? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Smith has filed a motion to compel former Vice President Mike Judas Pence to testify. As you know, Mike Pence has said that he will not testify And now Jack Smith is filing a motion to compel him to testify. I wonder if Jack Smith knows about the Fifth Amendment. You think he does? Does anybody think Jack Smith knows anything about the Fifth Amendment? You know, I plead the Fifth. I guess he doesn't have to testify. Everybody says we're still freezing. I know. I get it, guys. uh, Thank you very much. Just refresh the video and we'll keep going, okay? I am so tired of the freezing. It really is. Let me see if I can do something live. Let me see. Maybe I can. Maybe I'll lower the bit rate. Maybe that'll help. I don't think it's us, but I'll lower the bit rate a little bit. How about that? That should do it. That should help a little bit. We're gonna lower out the. Uh, we're gonna lower the bit rate, folks. Means that we're gonna lower the. Uh, we're gonna lower the, the the definition in which it comes out to you. That might help a little bit. I doubt it. But let's keep rolling. Uh, no, Jeremy, don't give it up. It's funny. I know I can't help it, though. I, I, I've, got to, I've got to become a better Christian, guys. I've got to. Uh, so he's going to put the screws to Mike Pence. He's going to try to compel him to 
to testify, and I, and, and I don't think he's going to be able to do it, but Pence resisted the grand jury subpoena for testimony about Trump's efforts to challenge the 2020 election. Earlier this month, it was reported that special counsel overseeing the investigations into Trump has uh, subpoenaed Mike Pence. According to Politico, rather than assert executive privilege, Pence will argue that as president of the Senate, he was acting as a member of the legislative branch on January 6th and is therefore protected by the DOJ demands. Now, normally, that would say, that we would say, yes, that's true. Normally, we would say, yes, that is true. But apparently, this administration that's in there now, the illegitimate one, they have pretty much destroyed executive privilege, which is okay. It's okay, because Mike Pence still has the fifth. He can always fall back on the fifth, the fifth right? J.K. Alba says, Lent is a waste of time. I disagree. I'm not a Catholic, but I disagree. Because it's showing that you can give up something like Jesus did for 40 days. It's just a sign of, uh, of, of, of fasting from something, that's all. I don't think it's a waste of time, but... I digress. Let's move on. Pence can still say, I plead the fifth. Boom. Is, that, is, this, is this freezing happening on Roku and Fire Stick, by the way, guys? Is this freezing happening on Roku and Fire Stick? Because there's no reason why this should be happening so much. And I want to narrow it down to where it's happening so that we can fix the problem. So please let me know if this is happening anywhere else outside of um outside of rumble okay i'd appreciate that double sound come on rumble crispy was experiencing these problems earlier so rumble for me rumble for me is it happening outside of rumble though video does not but not audio, so not missing anything. Frozen, frozen. Um, what's that? Yeah, I know, but I need to know if it's happening on Roku and other places too. Okay, well, that means it's local to us then if it's happening in other places too. So anyway, we're going to move on. Um, I just don't see it going anywhere. And... Uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to work their way up to Trump because now this Georgia thing is falling apart with Greta 2.0. Speaking of Greta 2.0, Trump's lawyers had something to say about Greta 2.0. You know, the crazy, um, they call her the, the four person, but she's the Georgia grand jury four woman. How they got this girl as the four woman, I will never know. I will never know, ladies and gentlemen. But Trump's lawyers did weigh in on her. Um, and... Late Wednesday, they weighed in on the crazy Georgia special grand jury forewoman who went on the media tour this week on CNN and other places. Last week at Fulton County, judge ordered parts of the grand jury report to be in the garbage Trump 2020 election investigation to be released as the prosecutor considers charges against Trump and his allies. A grand jury concluded that one or more witnesses lied under oath. So she's on going on this media tour. So Trump's lawyers actually, we're not going to show her again because she's absolutely bat crap crazy. But Trump, Trump's lawyers came out and you know what they said about her? She's poisoned. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a heck of a word to use because it, it, it implies that she's being fed this crap, that she's being groomed to say this. Now, um, Mike Crispy calls her, uh, uh, what's, what's her, uh, what's her name? Stacy, uh, Stacy Abrams light. (laughs) 
Mike Crispy calls her Stacey Abrams light. I call her Greta 2.0. Yeah, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Amen on that one. Let's we got that we got that. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it sure is. But uh, they said she's poisoned. So that implies that the lawyers are saying, hey, this woman is poisoned. She's obviously put up to the task on this. She doesn't know what she's doing. Here's what I have to say about that. Cut it out, girl. You don't know what you're digging. You don't know the hole that you're digging for yourself. Cut it out. Speaking of cutting it out, ladies and gentlemen, can we? <laughs> that's a good segue, isn't it? Cut it out. Uh, speaking of cutting it out. Uh, we need to uh, go to, to, to the TacRite Mini Chainsaw, folks. This incredible tool was made for people who like to get their yard work done fast with as little effort as possible. That's what the Mini TacRite Chainsaw does. It is not your average chainsaw. The Mini TacRite Chainsaw versus the full chainsaw, as you can see here, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to uh, medium to small jobs, this thing has far... Uh, far more pros than cons. And as you can see here, the chainsaw has far many more cons than pros. So today, uh, you can get your Tackrite mini chainsaw. As you can see how powerful it is there. Uh, very easy to use, very ergonomic. You can get it by going to TackriteLFATV.com. That is TackriteLFATV.com. You can get yours today for free ship with sh free shipping and handling. And I believe it's $129 after the purchase. So, or after you go to using that uh, promo code, TackriteLFATV.com. Check it out. Get yours today. So many people love theirs. And, folks, it is... Um, Father's Day coming up, Mother's Day too. What a great, what a great Mother's Day present, right? I know my mom would like that. So anyway, folks, uh, we're we're gonna move on here. We're about forty-seven minutes past the hour, and I think I'm good on time here. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. L N L Goldley says, Jeremy, your show is great. Well, I appreciate that. Please share and rumble this video. We're looking for fifteen hundred rumbles on the night show now. Okay. Uh, we get into a lot of debates on our Rise Up show in the morning. Now, if you're not familiar with Rise Up, we start the day out with God. We start the day out giving our love to God, giving our worship to God, hearing testimony, playing videos, loving, laughing, and crying. It's a great show, but we get into a lot of debates there. And I think one of the debates that we get into quite a bit is be careful calling somebody a false preacher or a false pastor or a false prophet, right? Jeremy, someone is saying stuff on LFA producer label. I don't know what that means. Not sure what you mean by that. Eli, talk to him about that in there. Um, but anyway, folks, we get into a lot of debates about false preachers, false pastors, false prophets, all this false message. And I tell people, be very careful with that. Be very careful with that because a lot of the times you just may not agree with what is somebody is saying. That does not mean that they are a false pastor, a false preacher, or a false prophet. What I'm going to show you right now is definitely a false preacher, a false pastor, a false teacher, or a false prophet. As a matter of fact, I would go as far as to say that this right here is satanic. Here you go. God is gay. God is a lesbian. God is trans. God is gender non-binary. God is straight. God is cisgender. God is black, God is white, God is Middle Eastern, God is Asian, God is differently abled mentally and physically, God is able-bodied. God is you, and you are God, because you are a reflection of God's divine image. God is gay. 
Wow. God is a lesbian. Wow. God is trans. God is gender non-binary. God is straight. God is... Now, I know what they're trying to do here. They're trying to say that God loves everybody. But this is how they change things up, folks. They change... Yes, God does love all those people. God loves gay people. He loves lesbians. He loves trans people. He loves white people. He loves black people. But God is not those things. And now you are calling God a sinner, which God is not. God is incapable of sin. So when you say God is gay, that not only is that blasphemous, but that is saying that God is a sinner, and that is a lie. When you say God is a lesbian, that is blasphemous, and that is a lie. God is not sin. And being gay is a sin. That would be like saying God is a liar, God is a thief, because all of us are those things. That would be blasphemous, and that would be wrong. God is not a liar. God is not a thief. God is not a blasphemer. God does not lust. God is not sin. Everything that this man says is saying God is sin. I'll play it one more time just for those in the back who need to hear this. God is gay. God is a lesbian. God is trans. God is gender non-binary. God is straight. God is cisgender. God is black. God is white. God is Middle Eastern. God is Asian. God is differently abled mentally and physically. God is able-bodied. God is you, and you are God because you are a reflection of God. Broke the first commandment right there. Thou shalt not have any other gods before me. So when you say you are God, whoa, you are God? God is you? Breaking the first commandment. How many commandments did he break there? I mean, seriously, blasphemy? Saying that there's other gods outside of God? <laughs> Folks, that is a false prophet, a false preacher, a false pastor, a false teacher. That is blasphemy at the highest level. If anybody was ever in danger of not being forgiven for his sins, I know everybody's forgiven of their sins, but it's that guy. It is that guy. That's the stuff we're talking about. So when you say things like this person or that person, I won't name names. You know, we've gone there. Is a false preacher, a false pastor. I say, be careful. That Those words are reserved for that. That's the kind of stuff that those words are reserved for. Let's not water down those words like the left has watered down racism and bigot. Okay? More craziness caught on camera. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I was talking about earlier. You are about to see mean Jean Corrine Pierre say the very, very quiet part very, very loud. Is that the video? Uh, this will be the best one we got, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to what she says about who's in charge, and it is not Joe Biden. Oh. Okay, so today, as you all saw just an hour or so ago, President Pardon me, President Biden. Whoa. Dang it, it loaded. <laughs> that is news. <clears throat> she said President Obama. Why did it load like that? Play that again. Is that going to happen again? Okay, so today, as you all saw just an hour or so ago, President Obama announced that, pardon me, President Biden. There it is. Whoa. There it is. <laughs> that is new. President Obama. There it is, says the upside down mop. There it is. There it is. We know that. 
We know that. We've known that for a very long time. Does she get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day or what? Yes, she does. Right there, the Dumb Dumb Award. Oh, she said the very quiet part, very, very loud. President Obama, oop! She goes, whoa, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. No need to really talk much about that. President Obama, ooh, what's that? Now, you did not work for President, did she work for President Obama? Did Mean Jean Crean Pierre work for President Obama? Was she one of those people giving the stink eye when Donald Trump was coming in? Remember that photo when President Obama's staff was outside like this? Mean Jean Crean Pierre was there. I mean, uh, Circle Back Saki was there. Was Mean Jean there as well? Oh, let's bring on the Rumble chat. What do you guys say about that? Did she say the quiet part out loud? I think she did, folks. I think she did. Let's see, what, let's see what you guys are saying. Make that a clip. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I knew it was Obama's third term. She let the truth out. Make that a clip. Did she secretly mean to say President Obama? No, she's a, she gets the Smarty Award for actually telling the truth, somebody said. Stupid mop head. <laughs> 1,300 likes. We need 200 more, guys. I think we could get there. Uh, wow, she slipped. It played it. Truth bomb right there. There it is, folks. Frozen on Rumble. Uh, finally, she's speaking the truth. She giggles inside joke, Freudian slip. You know, Obama was mad at home right there. So was Michael. Michael was like, did you hear what she said, honey? <laughs> did you see, did you hear what she said, honey? Uh, I, I saw it. Yeah, Michelle, I, I saw it. I heard what she said. And I, uh, I heard what she said. Oh, I didn't, I didn't take too kindly to that. You want me to go beat her up for you, honey? No, Michael, it's okay. Calm down. She just makes me so upset. (laughs) Hey, Eli. Hey, Eli, you know who Michelle Obama looks like? I finally got it. She-Hulk. The girl girl who played (laughs) She-Hulk. You want me to go beat him up for you, honey? No. My gosh, you'll rip her arms off for crying out loud. You see the size of you? Says your Adam's apple. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, shout out to Michael. Anyway, moving on. Uh, House GOP announces a, uh, a, a few different bills, actually. House GOP announces bills uh, to stop censorship by big tech. I hear, here's an idea. Just take away Section 230, huh? Just take away Section 230. She-Hulk Mike. <laughs> People are saying in the chat, She-Hulk Mike. That is absolutely hilarious. Remember Lent. Hey, I didn't say that. I'm not talking about those kind of jokes. I'm talking about sexually explicit jokes. Like that's what she said. You know, jokes like that, guys. Come on. Come on. That wasn't one of those. I could say that, can't I? House GOP announces bills to guard against government censorship. The Biden administration has eroded Americans' First Amendment rights by bullying social media companies to censor certain views and views on their platforms, said James Comer, uh, Oversight Committee Chairman. So on Thursday, they announced a markup of legislation to protect free speech from government censorship, basically meaning that Twitter and the government can't be in bed anymore. Sorry. The proposal includes two bills. Among them, the Protecting Speech from Government Interference Act, 
which aims to restrict federal employees from using their positions to pressure private entities to censor. Comer introduced a measure to expand on the Hatch Act's restrictions on government employees engaging in political activities. The bill prohibits agency employees from using their authority to influence or coerce a private sector's platform to censor, including to remove, suppress, restrict, or add disclaimers or alerts to. So all of those, oh, third-party fact-checker, if there's a government employee involved, guess what? Major lawsuit after that. So that's pretty cool. Any any, um, Any lawful speech posted on its platform by a person or entity, the markup reads, it provides an exception for legitimate law enforcement activities reported to Congress for review. The second bill, dubbed the Accountability for Government Censorship Act, will be introduced by Pennsylvania Republican Representative Scott Perry at a later date. This measure would require a government-wide report to Congress of every instance over the past five years that a federal agency has communicated even one email, one phone call, any communication whatsoever with a non-governmental entity for purpose of removing, suppressing, restricting, or adding disclaimers to lawful speech posted on the platform. Now, will this go through with Biden there? No, but it will go through the House and it'll be waiting there for Mr. Trump when it comes there in a couple of years. And that, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be hugely important. Huge, hugely important, okay? Huge. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, I know we got a little bit of time left here, not very much time. Tennessee lawmaker Sean Farish will like this now that he lives in Tennessee. Tennessee lawmakers have passed a bill banning drag queen performances in public or in front of children. Amen. It's about time. It is about time. Can we give the Smarty Award today for that? Smarty Award of the day. Oh, I ran out of them, but it looks, I'll just grab that. Smarty Award of the day, ladies and gentlemen, goes to Tennessee. It's about time. It's about time some lawmakers actually stand up and do this. No child should be subject to, you know, drag queen storybook, storybook hour. No child should be exposed to that. It's absolutely disgusting. Republican Representative Chris Todd introduced the bill called HP 0009 after he sought a court order to stop a family-friendly drag show that was scheduled to take place in Jackson Park last year. His effort was successful. The show was moved to a venue for adults. Quote, it was forced to be indoors at an 18 and up place. And I was asked to come up with legislation that would make this much more clear. So he did that. And now that bill is passed. It's called, this is a common sense child safety bill. And it is passed, ladies and gentlemen. So no more will these little drag queen Larrys be able to shake what their mama gave them for drag queen, uh, for, for children or in public anymore in Tennessee. It is about time. It is about time. Big shout out, Tennessee, and I wish more governments would do that. You know what? We might just try to get that passed right here in New Hampshire as well. I think we're going to get, try to get that passed right here in New Hampshire as well. Also, folks, before we uh, hit our last story of the day, I want to bring up 4Patriots, 4Patriots.com. 4Patriots.com. Not only is it 4Patriots, but everything that you spend with them, whether you get them for presents for your family or whether you get them for just in case Schiff hits the fan, then, ladies and gentlemen, a portion of what you uh, spend with them also goes to for, Patri- uh, for, for veterans. So, ladies and gentlemen, solar power generators. You don't need gas. You don't need electricity. You got the sun. God powers this for you. So this is a God-powered Patriot power generator. That's what it should be called, Eli. Not the Patriot power generator. The God-powered generator, because that's who powers it. 
God powers these generators for you. He also powers flashlights and, ladies and gentlemen, other things here. As you can see, radios, emergency radios, so many great things here on Patriot Power uh, for Patriots. Go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA and get your God-powered generator today. That's what they should name it. That's what I would have named it. Huh? It's not blasphemy to say it's God-powered, Eli. Get the net. Eli should have stayed home today. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, folks, last story of the day. Who would have ever thought that CNN would admit that their viewership is better without Don Lamont? Well, we all know that Don Lamont was sidelined, and now Don Lamont, the great white hope, <laughs> who hates white people but married to one, um, he's, he's go- undergoing uh, what, sensitivity training. Sensitivity training. I think he's sensitive enough, don't you guys? Any more, uh, you get him any more sensitive... And he's, become, he's going to become Pete Booty Plug. Ah, I'm doing it. I can't do that. I can't even say Booty Plug. That's sexually. Ah, dang it. Oh, forgive me, God. All right. I got to hold myself back. Anyway, since Don Lamont's departure, the morning show that he was on, it's seen an increase of viewership. <laughs> it's seen an increase in viewership without him. You really think they're going to bring him back? CNN management informed Lamont that he's One strike away from getting the boot permanently, and this was his final warning. Turns out the show did better in ratings without him. During his hiatus, there's been a 5% increase in viewership to the show. (laughs) Going from 617,000 households to 678,000 households. Oh, my lanta. Times are good, folks. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be a Christian. And I need to hold myself to those values. So please hold me to those values as well. We've got 1,360 rumbles. Can we hit 1,500 before we jump off of this today? I think we can. I think we can. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, go to my friend's website. It's called MyPillow.com. It's this little tiny website that's got these kind of, you know, these pillows that are really cool and a whole bunch of other stuff that's really cool. But Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen, he's fought more for you in this country than most of our politicians have. So why don't you uh, go to the mypillow.com slash LFA and go to the 80% off, okay? Go to the 80% off clearance sale because look at this stuff. My pillow closeout sheets with my promo code, $34.98. Body pillow, $39.99. The body pillow is the best thing next to having a spouse to lay in bed with. That thing is amazing. Three inch feather bed topper, ladies and gentlemen, 199 bucks. My pillow duvet covers, $41. 80% off overstock sale and use promo code LFA. All right, folks. I know we hit that 1500. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to have faith that we did. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So do me a favor, stand up tall, keep your shoulders back like this. Keep your chest out like this. Well, not too. You don't want to be like this, right? Keep that chest out like this. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. It is Thursday. I got to go, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you in the morning. Friday, rise up. And don't forget, Will Johnson starts tomorrow, 5 p.m. with his new show, Culture Wars. It's pretty awesome. I'll see you guys in the morning. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace.
white